This is an ABC podcast. Hello, friends. How are you going? My name is Ruby, and welcome to News Time. Hi, Ruby. Hi, Ruby. Hello. Hi. This is a show where every week we look at five fantastic news stories from right around the world. Today, we're celebrating girls and women. And we'll find out which Aussie state has said no thank you to plastic. We're going to race along beside one of the fastest kids in history, strut our stuff on the catwalks of New York, and meet a very adventurous duck. What do you think? Ready to get into it? I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Story number five. On Monday, it was International Women's Day. A day for women? Celebrating women? A day to celebrate women and girls and probably how great they are and stuff. That's right. It's a day to celebrate the achievements of women and girls around the world and stand up for equality. Equality means treating people fairly no matter who they are or where they're from. The theme of International Women's Day this year is leadership, and in particular, the strong, inspiring women who've been leading the way through the coronavirus pandemic. What do you think makes a good leader? To be a good leader, you need to have good ideas for things, and if something goes wrong, you need to try and help fix it. They support everyone, no matter what they look like or who they are and they'll always do what they think is right and if someone corrects them and says that they're wrong or they're doing something wrong, they'll always take that advice on and try and change what they're doing to make sure it's better for everyone else. You guys sound like you'd make amazing leaders. All right, time to move on to our next story. Story number four. Now we're chatting about something that you and I both use every single day. It's strong and sturdy, and it can be squeezed and pressed into all kinds of different shapes. It's plastic. Plastic is made of petrol, and it's terrible for the environment because it takes years and years to rot away. Plastic not good for the ocean. It's not always in the sea, it can be on land as well, and it gets chapped on branches. Animals could get stuck or eat a bit of it, and then they get sick and die. That's true. Plastic can be a big problem when it finds its way into nature, especially single-use plastic. That's plastic that's made to be used just the once before we throw it away, like a plastic straw or plastic food wrappers. You can only use it once and then it will just sort of sit there in the environment. If you don't put it in the bin, that's exactly what will happen to it. And that's because plastic isn't biodegradable. It takes hundreds of years to break down in the environment. So what can we do about it? Well, down in South Australia, the government has just decided to put a ban on single-use plastic in places like shops and cafes. Good. There's not really any point of single-use plastic. You can always make it out of something else. By swapping out all that plastic for things that are biodegradable, South Australia will be helping out the environment. There are lots of things we can use instead of plastic. 
a container, put it in your own bag. You can use a metal fork and then you can reuse it. Make things that you would use about, so you could use plastic out of biodegradable things like wood or paper. Or you can recycle it, like you can make it whatever you want, like, like a thing for flowers. Great ideas. All right, where are we off to next? Story number three. This story is about a duck. A duck whose name is... Quacky McQuackface. <laughs> <laughs> I like that name, but no. This duck's name is just Duck. It is a duck and its name is Duck. <laughs> duck the Duck lives in a place called Rainbow Bay in Queensland and he has an unusual hobby. Well, unusual for a duck anyway. He loves getting out into the waves and having a surf. (laughs) Duck the Duck is not a wild bird, he's a pet, and his owners have trained him to dip and dive through the waves. Um, they could have given him treats when he did it. Mm, With things that Duck might have liked, like apples or seeds. Like it goes down the wave, then gets a little fish. I would teach him to sit and lie down, eat ice cream. Hmm, I'm not sure how ducks feel about ice cream. Duck's family says he took to surfing like a duck to water. Sometimes, duck will even hop up onto a surfboard to catch a ride into shore. Okay, on to our next story. Story number two. It's fun getting new clothes and trying on different outfits. And one place you can find all kinds of stylish second-hand treasures is op shops. People have clothing and they donate it and you can buy it so you can use it again. It's just very good because you don't have to keep on making more and more and more and more clothes instead of just like using one clothes for lots of different people. Yep, buying clothes secondhand is a great way to give old clothes a new life. And there's a clothing brand in Western Australia called Deadly Denim that's taking it to a whole new level. Deadly Denim is an indigenous clothing company on Wajak country in Perth. The people who work there find secondhand denim jackets and then they sew on beautiful artworks from Indigenous artists all around Australia. That's so cool. It looks like pictures, artwork, which is really delicate and really, really, really amazing. They're really pretty and I think they're Aboriginal art that they put on them. Some clothes might be blank and then like maybe um, some people want a bit of colour onto it or a bit of pattern. And then um, Deadly Denim um, sews it on for them. Not too long ago, Deadly Denim got to show off their designs at one of the biggest fashion events in the world. It's called New York Fashion Week. It's one of the most important events for people who make clothes. So Deadly Denim, they got to show off their amazing Indigenous art to heaps of people. I think they would have got very proud of themselves. Me too. 
And now, let's strut into this week's last story. Story number one. Oh, when you've been inside all day, there's nothing like a bit of fresh air. And a good run around. It feels good, because maybe you've been sitting for a while and then, like, you just want to run across a, a green patch of grass or a field, and it feels so nice. You go, <sighs> kind of like a doggy, but your heart pounded a lot. Your legs can get tired, but there's wind in your face. Well, this story is all about a girl who loves running around. Her name is Mia, and she just broke the world record for the fastest 11-year-old girl to run five kilometres. That means she's one of the fastest kids in history. Super cool. She must have been training a lot. If she got tired, she would have kept on running. Five kilometres is a long way. It's more than 12 laps of a sports oval, and Mia ran it in just under 18 minutes, which is about twice as fast as most adults could do it. I think she probably has a bit more energy than adults, and that's probably why she was faster than them. You run a bit faster, run a bit faster, run a bit faster, and then you'll be the fastest kid in the world. She can train and run every day and she'll get really good and then she can go on the Olympics. That's the goal. Mia says that she'd love to be an Olympian one day. The Olympics is like where countries send their best athletes to a big competition where they have to run, swim, throw and other stuff. It's where people compete against each other and you win medals. It takes a lot of hard work to represent Australia at the Olympics. What do you think Mia needs to do to get there? She has to eat her, all her veggies. And she also has to practice every day. Do great and try your best. Keep going and you'll definitely achieve your dream. Go, Go Mia! Wise advice. And that's it, my friends. We have reached the end of our countdown. Thank you so much for all your help this week. I'm off to find some new stories for next week's countdown. Thank you, Ruby. Bye. Bye. See you later. Australia is full of girls who dare to do things differently. Adventurous girls. Girls with guts and spirit. You know what they are? They're fierce. When Kath Rusk is dad told her white people would never recognise Aboriginal culture, she hoped he was wrong. Let no one say the past is dead. The past is all about us and within. She became a famous poet, using her pen as a weapon to fight for Indigenous rights. Her words took her all the way to Parliament House, where she demanded the Prime Minister do more to improve the lives of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders. But something didn't feel quite right. Kath signed her name. That's an English identity, she thought. She changed it to Aboriginal language. Ujuru, meaning paperbark, and Nunakul, the name of her tribe. Ujuru moved back to her island home, Minjedaba, and figured out the best way to make sure her culture was always remembered. She taught it to children, black and white 
To our fathers' fathers, the pain, the sorrow. To our children's children, the glad tomorrow. Fierce Girls. Listen for free on the ABC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts.